looked at your headphones. Yeah, I don't I don't have a reason. But I it know. doesn't feel right without them. Uh, so let me tell you a story. Okay. Well, it's not so much a story as a reminder. Okay. Um, we used to have a podcast. <laughs> it was called Good Talk. We had several, actually. Yes, we had several. You're right. We had several podcasts. Writing practice, stale popcorn. I don't even know if stale popcorn even counts at this point. It does. But um, we if had a we few planned podcasts. it out and it ever happened, it counts. Yes. So we had a few podcasts, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and then capitalism happened. Yeah. And then time went by. Yeah. And here we are now. The end. And COVID happened. Well, COVID was even. We were doing this during COVID. Even. That's right. We were. We yeah, can't, yeah. Bl- can't blame it on COVID. Nope. This is one of the few things you can't blame on COVID. Right. This is pure capitalism. It's not just capitalism. It's also like, I think it's like post-COVID. Like things getting back to normal actually hurt us too. So we were doing this pre-COVID. <clears throat> That's what I'm saying. Like As well. the I know, but each one of those, like pre-COVID, this is going on. COVID, this is going on. Post-COVID had its own set of rules. Um like from October till now. Also, by the way, we're not post COVID, so there's that. We're not. We're post lockdown. When I say COVID, sometimes I really mean lockdown. We're post lockdown in the sense that we just stopped. Well, <laughs> like I we, mean, like we're there was not. No de- there was no decoration. We're not. Sure, no. there was. Sure, there was. Our town, there were times yeah, yeah, just yeah. like don't go nowhere. Right. Um. So you know, our children came back. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we started to slowly but surely go do things. Then you could go out to eat, kind of. Right. Um, but Have we anyway. done the show since we've had the dog even? We had to, right? I remember, t- yeah, for sure. Because I remember talking about, the. I think we called it a rabbit at first. I did. Yeah. I don't know. No, you were calling it a rabbit before. Before he got here. Yeah. I was like, we're getting a rabbit. Except I don't think I called it a rabbit. You did. Oh, rabbit so was a thing. Yeah. Um, so I'm assuming... Actually, I don't know how often we were able to do this when he first came because before like doggy daycare, he was pretty much. He's... Uh, so we got him in August. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we managed to squeeze in September. a couple shows because we have like wee wee pads at the. Right. At, at the studio. At the studio. Yes. Or what was the studio. Yes. Whatever it's going to be. I have no idea. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's so been a whole much. hodgepodge of nonsense. And in the midst of it all, we also got married. That happened. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Um, That's kind of a thing. It's a little bit of a thing. Yeah. We're married now. Yeah. The most predictable ending to a story <laughs> ever. Except Actually, not really. Except not really. Except not really. If I'm watching, if I'm listening to this podcast from day one, I'm not like, well, of course they're going to end up married. Not at all. Uh, well, I guess the question is, are we saying that because we couldn't see through our own bullshit? No, I think that we both came to the table. Deb, did you know we were going to end up getting married? <laughs> Tell the truth. I don't Ghana, think, I don't are we going to get married? I don't think either of them thought that. I think there's probably one person who may have thought that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not giving that person a shout out here. Um well, I you know, I say, I don't know, Shane. I always say, like, who knew? But I kind of did know, actually. I knew you trapped me. Yeah, like, I knew we were going to... I'm not talking about... <laughs> well, no, no. They, I'm you, not. You, you could not write about me. I cannot write about like, you? Like, I know you had to think, like, I'm not writing about us anymore. Blah, but blah, I can blah. talk about us? On our podcast? Yeah, I think you... I think so. So I was about to bring up the story that was written about us in... Mm-hmm our hometown paper and uh 
I was explaining, you know, when she's asking us how we ended up together and we tell her like we both were pretty strict about not wanting to get remarried. Um, that changed for me super early, I think way earlier than it did for you. Um, but but when I say it changed, it doesn't mean that I was like, oh my God, I want to marry him. It was just more like, I don't want to not be with him. But I still wasn't really saying marriage. This is so romantic. Oh God. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's weird. It's no, I weird. think I think there's um evolution of that feeling. You don't go straight from I'm not getting married to let's get married. Right. It's, that kind of sort of It's that sliding too. it's a it's a sli- it, no matter how fast it happens, it's a sliding scale like, eh, I'm not gonna not be with him. Yeah. That and now that we are married, well actually I felt like this even before so, but it's like, well of course. Of course this is gonna be the way it goes down. The only thing I know for sure is that there came a time when I was like calling him my boyfriend is dumb. I think we ended up married he, because no, I, the the word boyfriend sounds dumb to me. So boyfriend sounded dumb to you the day we decided that that's what we were. Right. Like that lasted like a week. Right. And, and then, then it's partner. And then I'm grown got kicked in. Right. And then it's whatever. I just knew. I was like. And my partner sounded worse to me than boyfriend and girlfriend. Hmm. They're both pretty bad. Partners, Especially when, you, when we cold. actually are. Partner sounds cold. Partner doesn't me. sound cold to me unless you're actually business partners. Then it's like, wait, which partner? So I actually, we actually do partner on projects together. Right. So that's why partner in that sense. My partner's my partner. Didn't, did not work for me at all. Um, but yeah, I, I think things so far have turned out so here's one thing i've been thinking about we want to say so far things have turned out okay yeah it's been a month but you know so far things are okay (laughs) what were you expecting to happen no it's it's exactly what i thought it's exactly what i thought but one thing i've been thinking about is one of the weird things about getting remarried at an older age is that we are like jumping in with like bad knees and crickety backs like you know had we been in a relationship with our original mm-hmm. first people it's like this slow thing right like my ex-husband knows me at 25 mm-hmm. doing splits and right. back handsprings just because yeah. i still can do these things we had sex the other night we were both exhausted <laughs> the next morning not no that would make sense we were both exhausted the next night 24 hours later and i'm still exhausted um i woke so, up that morning my body was like why what did yeah, you do that was weird i don't remember it being like particularly Athletic. like hanging from the chandelier <laughs> but i don't know um so yeah that's weird to me like it's the beginning of this relationship but i'm halfway to the, <laughs> i'm halfway to the finish line so like what's the finish line death yes i don't like this <laughs> you know you the other day no today you said um something about I said, you can't die. Like, please don't die. And you were like, I won't die first. And I was like, I can promise you that. But I didn't say that because I know you don't. No, you said it without saying it. Oh, I did. It was like a wince and a giggle and an awkward smile. (laughs) Yeah, you're not. I'm going to die first. So I'm sorry to tell you that. And I hope you don't freak out too much. But I am. That's just what you're in for. So I don't know what to tell you. Third wife, man. Don't give up on Welcome the back, wife. everybody. Right. <laughs> Don't give up on the idea. I want you to get, if I die first, which I am, get a third wife. 
Get someone to take care of you. So I can have a third wife if the second wife dies. I can't get divorced okay. a second time. Understood. That makes sense. Yeah, that's not. So a, if we get end up divorced, there's I'm, no third wife. First of all, if we get divorced, you're still my girlfriend. You just get demoted. No, that's not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> what? Say what you, what you want. Mean? <laughs> Say what you mean you if wanna. we get divorced because we're not happy? Just, I'm still your girlfriend. Just, we're just in the motion. I we're, mean, you're gonna we're, tell we're, people that? We're, no, no, we're rebooting the whole thing. We're starting over. That's not how that's gonna go. It, it, get, watch. I'm not doing that's, this again. That's a show right there. We're getting divorced, and now you're my girlfriend. We're starting a reboot. Complete reboot. The reboot relationship. Didn't you tell me about something like that recently? Was that you telling me somebody got divorced, but they're still together? Yeah, a friend of my daughter's role models. The parents. She was talking and said, "Hey, how's your um, how are your parents?" And she said, "They're fine. I mean, they're divorced, but they're still together." Yeah, and I was just trying to work that out in my mind. Role models. They, um, they realize, hey, this this ring is fucking shit up. So I asked some further questions about that relationship. Um, they were married for twenty five years. Um, throughout that time, they worked on this uh, guest house. Um, it's a beautiful home and it's like on the national historic registry thing. And there had always been this sort of broken down guest house on the property. And over time when they had money, when they could do it, it sounds themselves, like the notebook. they were building together this guest house. And now mm-hmm. the husband lives in the guest house and she lives in the main house and they're together mm-hmm. and they see each other when they want to, mm-hmm. but that is how they live. I'm with it. Yeah. Um, I find that to be fascinating. It's a beautiful, I mean, if you're standing in front of the guest house, you don't even think this is a smaller part of this big house. So forget, forget about the guest house and all that stuff for a minute. I remember in the midst of the divorce thinking, and my ex-wife, I think thought this way too. We're both very desirable people. When this is over, we'll find somebody, no problem. Yeah. You don't know how unattractive and undesirable you are until you're back out in the market. And you're going to sit here and tell me that you went back out in the market and felt unattractive? Y- yes. And, and and where did you get this from? The, the, the people who were just like, ah, cowering from un, you and un, running un, in the other direction? Okay, forget, you forget, who, forget, forget unattractive. Undesirable. What would I, mean, there was I not, don't believe that. There was not a cue. I don't believe that. For a moment, you were nervous. You were not calling people back. You were matching with people and then deleting the entire app. You're doing all these things to not, you're matching with mm-hmm. people, seeing them in real life and running. Mm-hmm. So, how do you even know that you're not desirable when you weren't allowing yourself to be desired? I don't buy this for a moment. Not a moment. I know what you look like. I know what you look like five this. years ago. Stop. If there was any part of you that was undesirable, it was your own self felt undesirable for your own reasons. And then that made you feel like you couldn't go out there. Fine. Mm-hmm. My, my own mm-hmm. self-hating, self-loathing yes. self yes. makes this you a permanent can... situation. I'm not doing this again. I think actually, to be quite honest, I think this makes you more prepared. I think that I have prepared you to get a third wife. Honestly, I do believe that if something were to happen with us and we break up, you're good. You're getting on the app. I'll apps. put that in my dating app. You're I, <laughs> I the two wives. I finally figured it I out. I get it out. I know how to make this work now. There was um back when I went to church, um, it was a gentleman who had been married, I want to say four times, five hmm. times, fifth times a charm. And I was talking to him, 
And he was like, I got married the first time. And she was just terrible. It didn't work out. And blah, blah, blah. I got married the second time. She was just terrible. It didn't work out. Got married a third time. Terrible. Didn't work out. Mm. Fourth time. Terrible. Didn't work out. Then mm. I realized marriage just sucks. Just stay where the fuck you are. And just deal. And make it work. So I'm like fifth one. Just stay. Just like, no. It, and they were actually, and they were happy together. He figured out that the stuff that he was dodging and couldn't stand was a part of the package. And once he got over mm. that hump, he I wonder what enjoyed, those things were. I'd love to know. He actually enjoyed his wife. And I've watched, they were a lovely couple. He passed a couple years ago. Um, but awesome dude. It sounds like uh, Seinfeld. You know, Seinfeld. I don't know if you really watched Seinfeld. but Stop it. What? I, oh, it's Friends you didn't watch. Stop it. Oh, I don't know. There's some show where you're I just like, I watched it here and there. Seinfeld. Okay, so you know Seinfeld famously, no woman was ever good enough. Yes. It's like, oh, she's got a six And the running toe. joke was like, the most amazing women in the world of were course. always his girlfriend. Of course. And um, so it sounds like that. Or Eddie Murphy in Boomerang, I think, also had super high expectations for women. Right? Was that him? Um, the girl had like, she was gorgeous, but her teeth, her her her, her feet, were, feet were jacked up. Feet were terrible. Right. I remember that scene. And she had Hamaso in her feet. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna be quite honest. I left my marriage feeling quite desirable. I thought I was cute, and I thought That's I your problem, thought yeah. <laughs> I thought that I would not have any problems um, finding a relationship, however serious or not serious. And I was right. I, but like you always say, I don't know what you say something about women. We have less of a the sexual economy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what people love on podcasts? Dead air. <laughs> so I mean, when people don't explain what they're talking about. So, and this, this p- pertains more so to sex than relationships, but I guess there's a little bit of truth in the relationship side as well. Women generally have more options and opportunity than men do. Correct. Now, we can talk about the quality of those options. Of course. We can talk about all that stuff, but there's more. There, there's there always. Was an, there was an episode where There's we always more about, dudes ready to say yes to whatever the thing is than women willing to do the same. Correct. We talked about this in the long ago episode mm-hmm. about. I think uh, the exact phrase I used was vagina is a blue chip and penis is a penny stock. Correct. And at first I disagreed. I was saying. We both said, which one of us could tonight get some, get some, mm-hmm. like just whatever, right. calling an ex, you know, going to the club, bar, whatever. Um, could we? I, I, I couldn't actually now. Could you not follow through? Or are you saying you, you couldn't? No, no, get no I'm not sure if I could make a call. Actually, yeah, I can make a call. In a non-pandemic world. I can make a call for tonight, right? Oh, you're even making a call. I'm not even making, I can't even make a call. I thought, so first of all, I remember, I thought we were talking about like we're at the bar or whatever. Oh no, and we're just we, th- we said that too. Either way, you're winning. I'm not going to the, I, I can't pull nobody from the bar. So here's the thing. You Unless think, I'm naked. The problem is you think you have to do the pulling. Well, I, I'm not you're going pulled. to, I can't even, I don't think that I can. Finish any of those sentences. <laughs> <laughs> no, the club, it, no. But, not the club, we, we're too old right. for it. If you're at, the neighborhood, well, bar is weird, but right. where the, where the library. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Because it's either the liquor store or the library for people like me. Right. Um, no. It, with. I can get some ass tonight. Period. Yes. 
If we had some type of contest, Whether you got to get some, I got to get some, it's going to happen yep. tonight. I actually could probably call a woman friend and be like, hey, I need to make this happen. We tend to be able to rustle things up like that for our people. I ha- There are women in my life. I could probably call some dudes. Yeah. Except I'm not. Oh, but that might work. You might be able to call a dude and then I might get could. put in the right direction. I might could. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could have. Oh, what is this? But again, that, but that still comes back to the same deal. It's much easier to find a dude who's right. willing than a woman. This is a very binary conversation, by the way. It Forgive, is forgiveness. We can, we can, yes, but um, I would know who to recommend if a friend of mine, says hat woman, mm-hmm. hits me up like I need to have sex tonight. What does that say about me that I'm that I could be like, okay, I got three options for you because I do. <laughs> is that weird? Keeping in mind, those three options don't apply to me. These are not my options. These are three other people options. I mean, if you know three dudes, you got three options. No, 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 no. If you know three single dudes, you got three options. No. Three single dudes is not the same as three. First of all, two of the dudes are not single, so. Now you're starting some shit. There's that. But. Three single dudes. Well, is first not of all, are we talking about sex or, or a relationship? Sex. Okay. Three single dudes is not the same as three single dudes who gonna put it down tonight. That's a whole different thing. Like for example, sure. But again, I I'm, know. But again, I go back to what you have more options. I'm not speaking to I the do. quality of the options. I do. I do. That's interesting. You know, if you if you're including mediocre dick, you got a ton of options. You know, I have been talking about Jasmine Sullivan's album, uh, Hotels. Hotels. That's Ho tails, not hotels, um, as I thought it was because I'm 47 and I'm in love with this project, except for the interludes are kind of annoying. Um, it's, well, in 2021, what interludes are kind of annoying? I mean, these are these go oh, together. No, actually, actually, I'll tell you the back. Those interludes those are go with the music. Substance. Yeah, right. I don't know how many times you can re-listen to them. Right. And uh, several of the tracks on there are just, you know, take me back to my early ho days in the only the best of ways. Um, and what I've been, you know, I and I shared this with you. A lot of people have been talking about, you know, this is inappropriate and this is this is not what music is about. And why isn't this sound like Stevie Wonder and Anita Baker? Which I, I still say is such bullshit. It's so bullshitty because she's not that. And... I don't know. I just I, I think that people are don't want R and B to be sexy or they can listen no to Tamil and Man and what's the name's album of romantic songs. Right. So Jasmine Sullivan can't be Little Kim Hardcore. Except she can and she should be. Um I don't know. So I was just thinking about that because the first song is called Bodies and we've talked about this before as well. This idea of women having a body count and feeling like they need to know how many men they've been with, share that information and what fucking bullshit that is. And I don't think I've ever heard a song ever in R&B that dealt with the idea of having sex with too many people, having too many partners in a way that's sort of playful and not necessarily I'm going to hell. Mm. It's very fascinating to me. That intro alone, just, uh, I'm here for it. Yeah, I think um, one of the things I said to you about that whole hotel situation and the response to it, it's everybody wants 
liberation, especially yeah. when they're younger. Right. Yep. And they don't realize whatever they do to gain that liberation is never actually theirs. Right. It's the next generation's. Correct. And the next generation never does with it what you intended to do with it. So it or feels Or if they weird. do, you're jealous. That too. That you didn't get that. Right. You know, um, my oldest daughter, she and I have talked about the myth of the body count. And she went to school with mostly white girls um, her whole life. Or at least. Sorry. You know what people love doing podcasts? Listening to other podcasts in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> so I brought up the idea of body counts to her, and she was like taken aback. How long ago was this? Mm, two years ago, three uh-huh. years ago. And for some reason, I thought this was an older conversation. But Mm-mm. continue. Maybe four. How old is she? No, three to four at the most. Okay. And she was shocked. Like, wh- who would ask someone that? Like, in her circles, that wasn't a thing. And with just some like really. Not real research, but just back of the envelope researching. Sure. Anecdotal is what I was thinking of. Always got it's a black folks you. thing. It's a black folks thing. It's a black women, men thing to make a woman think she needs to keep track of all the men she's with, cishet women, and it better not be this number or that number. So what and is the what is the breaking point uh, where a girl becomes fast? What how many? What's the number? Uh, partners. Yeah. I mean, it depends on how old you are. It depends on where you live. Depends on a lot of things. But I would say if you are, give me an age. 25. You should not, in my 25-year-old world, in 1999 or whatever, three partners would be acceptable. Anything more than that. And what are you doing? I was a lovely young man then. You were thought. No, no, I was the opposite. I was yeah. Um, I was an angel. And with that with that understanding of the five women that I knew at that time, none of us had had three partners. So the idea of Meaning walking- Meaning you all had more. Had more, of course. So the idea of like trudging around with that kind of heavy, you know, like I can't even believe that I would entertain that. That I would date it to every single person I've ever dated in my entire life, up to and including my husband, asked me how many partners I had. Maybe not my husband. He might not have. My first husband might not have asked me that. That's a thing. That's going to come up. Can you? Like, I can't even fathom that. If you don't get what, your ass out my coochie. I, I want to know what number was, what number would have been where they would have disqualified you. Well, there's the number that disqualifies you for real. With the wait, two let me, of wait, you. wait, wait, wait. Let me wait, wait. I'm sorry. Your last boyfriend mm-hmm. asked you about a body count. Correct. But you're 45. Seven. 40, no, oh, at the time. 45. I'm 45. Yeah. He's 50. And that came <laughs> up. Okay. And that came up. Now consider too that particular boyfriend. He was number three. From 20 years before. So it wasn't even enough for him to know, well, shit, I was one of their first ones, so I could just keep this popping. No, what's, he needed what, to know, what's been going on the past 20 years? Aaliyah? What's the acceptable number at 45? I don't know. I Three? just lied. All right? <laughs> well, actually, I haven't had sex since you. That's what happened. Oh, yeah, that's right. I have children. But no, nothing since you. That's I've weird. always, I've always lied. Um, I've always felt like it's not anybody's business. But I, I never felt like I could be honest. So, and the funny thing lie. about that too is, and there's always that line. J. Cole has a line about it. If she says, you know, ask her how many people she's had sex with, 
whatever she says, multiply it by seven, and that's the real number. And I'm like, huh, <laughs> who gave you the math? Okay. So the funny thing with but that. But why are you even trying to calculate these things? The funny thing to me, though, is wanting the low number, but wanting the skill set of a higher number at the same time. Well, I don't know if like nobody wants nobody wants whack, but I don't know if men actually care about skill set. Do you want it to be well? Actually, you know what? I'm going to take that back because I already told my story about yeah, women can get by on poor skill set forever. That's fair. Yeah, actually, I take that back. Some men, many men, would rather just have a low number and not no skills whatsoever um it's really 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 gross the whole idea of it is gross so and this, just, i just made up a number in my head and just ran with it i just left it for yourself there. or for me for you i don't know it so i couldn't i wouldn't be I'm, bullshit. I'm just saying that now like, although I you know every once in a while just out of uh sheer curiosity i do do the number in my head because mm-hmm. i mean like i'm not that far. i shouldn't say nothing it's not that difficult to be like what was going on in 2003. Like, right. I mean, there's a whole 10 year stretch of whatever. Right. Um, Being married for a decade plus I mean, makes yes, it easier. It, it helps. Um, I'll, yeah. So I do, I have thought about that. Although in my if you ain't got married, you might be a puddle on the floor by Who now. Who knows? Who knows <laughs> what might have happened? Um, I could if I felt like it. And if anyone were to ever come to me with that, I would punched him in the face so i think i have and i think i would have a natural or do have a natural inclination inclination to do it just out of my own curiosity but not in terms of reporting right like i in general just like i'd like to know what my number is right it's like oh yeah okay that happened all right right, blah 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 but not for like and so what i discovered with us was that even though those conversations were never had and they don't need to be i discovered very quickly just based on our conversations, I made the assumption that I've had more partners than you, and I think that's probably true. Doesn't matter, but I think that's the case. And but there's so many things that I came into this relationship at 45 years old not knowing. Mm-hmm. So I may have had more partners, but I haven't. I did not have as many experiences right. with said partners. Right. So you might have been with one person and done ten different things, mm-hmm. nine of which I don't even know exist. So that was really interesting to me to be in a situation where it's like, okay, I'm older, this person. I mean, four years older is nothing, but when you tack on sex having times, you can pack a lot of partners into uh, extra, I'm four years older than you. Um, so Challenge accepted. Well, I mean, so yeah, but there's a lot I didn't know or didn't know firsthand. So it doesn't really matter. Now, am I going to sit here and say that no matter what the number is, it doesn't matter? I'm not. Because that's just, you know, that's just crazy to say that. If someone were to come to me and say, I'm 23, I've been with 300 men or women or whatever, I'm going to say, let's talk. Let me figure out how many of those were sound stages. I think on my side, what it comes down to is if everything else, and this is very PJ Morton-esque, if everything else is dope, why do I need this one nugget of essentially irrelevant information to spoil the rest of it. The same reason why you might want my last name to be Neil. I can't explain why you're not pushing it and you want it. <laughs> Except. Except that's not the case for you. But I'm just right. saying, it could be one of those things that 
a feminist ally like yourself Ugh. could just be like, I know, but I still just, ugh. It's like if you found out I had done porn and there were videos of me, you know, mm-hmm. what are you doing with that information? And are you okay with it? Can you really say that scenes of me on Pornhub exist and people know about them? Can you really say, eh, not my problem? Probably. Probably. And this is the man who says he doesn't care if I change my last name. I don't. No, 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 no. You misunderstood me. Right. I'm saying I probably am not worried about it. I'm not. No. I know. Yeah, yeah. So the idea of me not. I'm just saying you're Mr. Perfect. Change your name. Don't change your name. You, be a porn star. Don't be a porn tell star. Your friends. Um. I just wish that what I'm hoping, and we're so far beyond that, but can women be sexual beings? Can we accept that women like sex? The and fact that, that we you're have asking organs? this question says we're not that far beyond that. The fact that this whole conversation started off an, off an album says we're not that far beyond that. The whole fact that most of this conversation is coming from other women says we're not that far from that. I just wish that one day we will accept that women have a sex drive and it is not contingent upon how far a partner, a particular partner can be. We also have to start with this really uncomfortable realization that not only do women have sex drives, but they start really young. They start with girls and we definitely don't want to touch that. We don't want to talk about self-love and masturbation and all the things that can happen before you're ready to have a sexual partner. So I think low key or even high key, um, as far as dudes go, the issue with that becomes it sort of breaks the fantasy for a lot of dudes. If you've been around and you've done the things, you've had X number of partners or whatever else, you know it's out in the world. Right. And dudes generally know how good they are, how good they aren't, what they have, what they don't have, everything else. So now I'm competing with your past and your best and your worst if you're, and all the things. If you're a loser and you feel like you need to do that, there's really no need for you to be comparing about, yourself to anyone else. It's not about need. Not if you're a loser. I take that back. It's, it's not about, it's not even about, yeah, there is no need. But I think that's a big part of it. Um, the less experience a woman has, the more likely you are to think I'm the shit. Right. And anything outside of that a woman saying i want x number of inches and you'd be able to do this that and a third now there's a prerequisite and right. a resume right that's that's scary right um even though dudes have had that forever it was uh you know um was it a uh, mom in the kitchen in the hole in the bedroom what's oh, the phrase yes something uh, along those lines freak in the bed and the yeah queen. freak in the morning freak in the evening i can't remember what it is okay exactly. now i need to know um because i definitely have had several relationships that were um configured that way where it was like she's a school teacher and she's nice and she's whatever but i was also supposed to be a freak and but you're supposed to be that thing but you only should have been that thing for me right and i've spent my entire sexual history with the understanding that i've never been the first Mm-hmm. to experience anything that my partner is doing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's been practice mm-hmm. and, and it just is what it is 
do you want did you ever want that did you what, ever what? want to like be with someone who had never had sex before not especially honestly um because that also felt like a level of pressure and responsibility that i didn't want to mm-hmm. necessarily mm-hmm, deal mm-hmm. with um also for the fact that i don't know too many women who look fondly on their first go around like it was the most amazing and they were butterfly and like i usually hear slightly it's, different stories yeah, yeah um i mean it's painful i mean and for if, most, if, for it, most. if it had happened i'd have dealt with it and it'd be what it be but i'd never desire like i want somebody who's i want to be somebody's first yeah Mm. Mm. I I think I told you this before. I my thought process was I'm just going to be the practice boyfriend. I'm the dude that you meet before the dude that you meet. <gasps> Why though? Like it, on what planet? Because it removes that thought process. Whether it's actually. But you deserve to be. You deserve to be with the one who's the best that it could possibly be for you. Which for me was a modicum of pressure. Um, I kind of just wanted to let the chips fall where they may. But I know, and, and if, to be honest, in a lot of ways, that's kind of what happened. Ultimately, um, the chips, even with us, like things worked out, and it happened how it happened. It wasn't this big chase that I had. No, there wasn't a big chase. Um, and I think that's what I was ultimately trying to avoid. That's where I would say, like, whatever happened with us. It was going to ultimately be an experience that I take with me. Don't start with I'm that I'm serious, nonsense. though. Don't start. I'm so serious. I know, but I didn't want to hear that then, and I don't want to hear it now. Um, But, I mean, all right. Ugh. Anyway, I have a 13-year-old, and <laughs> I'm kind of falling. I'm a little bit behind schedule with the different types of talks that we need to have. I don't believe there needs to be a singular sex talk. Like, did you get the talk? I'm not big on that. I kind of wait for an opening. I'm still waiting for my talk. <laughs> are you really i never had the talk i i had the talk it was literally two sentences and there was finger jabbing near my face oh was, no i had that talk don't bring nothing uh, home well mine was not quite that mine was don't do it just don't do it and don't let me find out you're doing it uh and that was it so um by the time my now 23 year old was 13 like she could have delivered a baby like there was just a lot of natural curiosity and mm-hmm. she just wanted to know all the things. Um, but my 13 year old is a little less mature, just a hair, um, a little bit more still. Um, you have a podcast love hand gestures. <laughs> um, but I was saying a word that made sense too. I said she was a little bit less mature, um, but I was trying to find a different word than that. But anyway, the only way I can't sit up here and say, except that we're sexual beings, if I'm not making sure that my own daughters know that they're sexual beings. So it's easy to yell that out into the void and then turn around and your kids sitting there like, well, you ain't say that to me. <laughs> so um, it's important. And I think um, and I've said this before here, too, I think masturbation is probably the biggest way we have a misstep, even the ones of us Women. like myself yeah that we're not taught you know y'all figure it out it is so unfair to me that boys will at some point with no kind of lecture no kind of nothing will be like my hand and my penis this feels great hmm mm-hmm. are there any socks around here i can bust off into awesome 
my this is like really dry wow if i use lotion somehow y'all all y'all motherfuckers <laughs> get the memo on your own and women don't we don't get the memo um there's this great story um i think it was someone's phd paper or something about all the different ways that women teach themselves to come and there are like 10 different main positions Mm-hmm. that you that women will use i remember you said you were reading it and it's like oh that's my position right because yeah. i when i was reading it i was like well i know that what i taught myself to do at eight nine ten eleven is not going to be in here because that's too weird mm-hmm. and it was there and i was like oh snap like lots of women reported this like what the hell um had i clockwise head spin had i been taught i don't know how you teach a girl to masturbate for god's sake had I been, how do you encourage you? I don't know. Had I been, had somebody given me a book, I guess. I don't know what how it should be done. But had it been done, I probably would not have had sex until much later. So I guess the question is, what are the things that cap exploration? Because like, <clears throat> if you have a penis, you have visual cues. Correct. It's getting bigger. It's getting harder. Right. And you will I also have a, a wet pant, a, a wet dream even. To, right. Which to doesn't show you. necessarily contribute to masturbation. No, but still, you know that you can. You know, this is a thing now that's happening here. Which, although the wet dream, especially the first one, is just absolute fear because you don't know what the hell just happened. Like that Unless you've been told to expect it. Well, then for me, it was just absolute fear because I was not told. Right. What, was, what the hell to expect it or whatever else. Right. Um, but yeah, I think guys biologically are kind of designed for exploration. They are. So you got something you could put so, in your hand, right? So, and you, and it's something you put in your hand every day anyway. So I guess the question: If we is, start exploring, it's places we don't need to be touching. So I guess the question is: Beyond physical, I'm going to say limitations, but physical differences, is there anything else that's capping exploration? Um, I would say the first thing is physical. Um, Secondly, our society doesn't make kiki jokes about dudes. You know, it's a thing. Like, I knew and understood that men jerked off when I was 12, 13, 14, just from the little things you see on TV. Even just a regular sitcom. But we literally call each other jerk-offs. Right. And then the the mom would be like, ugh, what is this? Why are these socks so stiff in the hamper? Ah, Mm. Ha, ha, ha. You get it. So I learned what they were talking about mm-hmm. before I even knew what a clitoris was and what right. it felt like. Um, so we don't have any reason to be down there besides using the bathroom. And that's the beginning. You're not taught to explore. And from there, it just, it's, it's, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I know it's 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 sticky. <laughs> Get it? Sticky. I don't, I don't like you. <laughs> it's a tough thing. Um, as a mother of two girls, I get it. It's a tough thing, but it's got to happen. I did not masturbate with any type of regularity or real intent um, until I was an adult, a full-on adult. And even now, it's still not the go-to just because... Um, you know, for most of my life, if I wanted to have an orgasm, I was going to go have sex. Mm-hmm. That's terrible. That's like, I mean, if that's what you want, that's fine. But if you're in a situation where it's just not really the best scenario, where you don't have a good partner, 
um, or a partner at all, if you can't have it needs control to be over that, other means and other ways. And, I mean, yeah. I remember not long enough ago, I'm going to say probably like four years ago, I'm newly divorced. I'm newly living on my own. And it's a little dry. Like the options that I have, I do not want to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So the only options I have are potential boyfriends, ex-boyfriends or people from dating apps or friend of a friend. Don't want that. Just want to have sex. Um, And I ended up driving to fucking Maine. Maine. In search of some dick. I drove from New Jersey to Maine. He's still telling that story. (laughs) We didn't have sex. Um, So drove from Maine to New Jersey with having had no dick whatsoever. Um, That wouldn't happen today. Well, for a variety of reasons. I hope. (laughs) But like. That business trip you keep talking about. That's that's something where you just kind of take a bath and take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't drive to Maine for sex. I mean, you can if you want to, but knowing what I know now about pleasuring myself, that wouldn't happen. So, can we talk a little bit about this name situation? Sure, absolutely. Don't do it. No. Um, so, my name is Aaliyah S. King. Is it still? So let's start there. I don't know because the wedding license says. Aaliyah King Neal. Correct. Everything else says Aaliyah S. King. Or or Aaliyah S. King's hyphen last husband's name. Right. Which is ridiculous. Um, including our business Correct. cards. Yes. Uh debit cards. Um so you kind of can't hit me out the blue with the name change. Yes. Um much oh, like you hit did me. Did I? little bit um i guess i don't know if there's any particular way to ease into it but i remember you were in, <clears throat> excuse me i remember you're in the kitchen and it was like so i'm gonna change my name yes i remember and i think i was essentially like why right <laughs> yes you are you were like um, uh, yeah, sure and, like everyone else <clears throat> and since then we've had a myriad of instances where that has come up. Um, so I think for me, it was initially, well, okay, in your private life, whatever that means. Right. Leah King Neal. Yep. But on your books and yeah. other things. Yeah, your articles. You know. You're Leah's King. Um, and like everyone else, you know, everyone I talk to about this would say the same thing. Mm-hmm. Leah King Neal, of course, in your private life, which is doesn't exist, but right. okay. Um, but... For your books and your articles, you're gonna say Leah's King, and I and I'm not, and that was never the plan. Once I made the once I made the plan, mm-hmm. um, and it's just it's become a very fat. I'm working on a story about it, as are you. Cough, cough, <laughs> and um, it's it's become really fascinating to me how people feel like my brand will be diluted. If I start using my married name, it will not. No one's going to forget that I exist because I add another name onto my last name. Um, can we? Can we and talk? secretly? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess you can't say secretly right. on a podcast. Right. Um, low key, high key, whatever. I think you want my last name to be Neil. Ev- mm. On everything. On everything. Mm. 
Yeah, you do. I don't not want it. I'm not. I don't necessarily want it either. That's because you I haven't would, seen it. Yeah. I'm, unless unless I get to be a nitpick because of a book you wrote, it doesn't really <laughs> matter. Um, what was I about to say? Can we talk about the story that was written about us and mm. what followed after it came out? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So wait, are we done talking about my name? I no, feel this like goes I into the name. Oh, okay. Because remember. Oh yeah. Yeah. Of course. So that this was the first for me manifestation of what the, the last fuck name shit looks like of what the name correct is and how it works and how people correct. view it and all the other things so we get written about in the local paper yep um for valentine's day yes funny it was initially supposed to be several couples and then somehow it just ended up being it just us. ended up being us um which doesn't surprise me at all so we're just that winning there you go uh and obnoxious mm-hmm. and gross and cute um so we sit and we do the interview with the reporter. Yep. Um, photo shoot, the whole yep. thing. Mm-hmm. The story comes out and just all over the place. I'm seeing the 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 photo, the line of the photo said. The uh, caption. The caption of the photo said. Aaliyah, Aaliyah King, King, ex-husband's last name. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it didn't even say Aaliyah King, ex-husband's name. It just said Aaliyah, Aaliyah ex-husband's, ex-husband's name. name. Right. And then throughout the story, it Why was... Why can't I say his name? I don't know. I always thought he just didn't want his name mentioned because uh. y'all are y'all. Um, uh. I don't know. I, I don't see a reason not to, but that's not my call. Mm-hmm. Um, so he straight up misnomered me with my ex-husband's last name. Between your between that and your name as your Correct. maiden name as well. Right. They called me Aaliyah King throughout the piece. Right. Which, first of all, Aaliyah King doesn't exist. Right. There would so, always have to be an S there. Right. So we reach out to the reporter and say, hey, there's an issue mm-hmm. with the name here. And first, it's um, no, actually, no, what it came down to was. The editor saying it was too clunky. It was too clunky to have Neil and Neil right in the so article. So he just took my middle name and, and made, made that last my last name and called me King throughout the piece. Right. Even though this is a story that took place after our wedding, and that is not my name. Right. Um, I'm just really persnickety about my name, and I think more so than most. Um, and I think that's part of the reason why. The Aaliyah King Neil thing is important to me. Um, I can't, you know, what I'm choosing to call myself is kind of akin to like my favorite color or a dish that I like to eat. It's like I saw Aaliyah King Neil and I'm like, oh, that's my name. That's it. I don't have to give you any more backstory. I don't have to tell you anything else. I am. I was already in the process of dropping the S. So that's part of it as well. But really, it comes down to that's my name. Right. So the idea that ultimately the names were misused was because it was inconvenient. Correct. And I couldn't think of another scenario where that would even be an option to come out of somebody's mouth. It wouldn't. It's, it wouldn't. It just wouldn't. Like, you can't just and decide was, what you're going to call it. And there was, a, there was a bit more back and forth there in was. that conversation there than was. it should have it been. Should, and yes. It should. Yes. And I was like, well... And that was, I think, the first one was like, 
No, it's, a, it's Aaliyah King Neal. Yeah. Um, oh, just because of the disrespect mm-hmm. of it. And to be clear, the writer of the piece. Yeah, she did her she, part. She advocated for this before we even story even she did came her out. Part. And the story was dope and the pictures were dope and everything was great. Um, but it, it showed me how much these things get disregarded. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had conversations, we've had conversations before about the idea of dead names or anything else, which is a very different subject. Of course. But, but it's still, if I, I say this is my name, right. then that's what my name is. My name is my name. Exactly. Wire reference for those of you who watch The Wire. Um, yeah, so that was the first time I took it personally. It went from a thing that you wanted and that I respected to like, nah, this is what it is. So I do understand, you know, my agent is concerned, you know, about which projects will have my name and which ones will have my other name. You know, where I work, my day job, um, I say that in quotes, uh, my boss, Jermaine Hall, was very concerned when I told him I was changing my name and he had a good reason. You know, he talked about how once I did that, I'd have to start from scratch with my followers. You know, a lot of my links would be dead, all that stuff. Um, so I said, fine, I will continue to be Elias King at this publication. Even moving forward, I'll still be Elias King. My Twitter, I'm verified on Twitter and I'd have to go through all kinds of hoops to keep my name to change my name to Aaliyah King Neal and keep my account and stay verified, I'm leaving that alone. Um, Facebook, I changed. Instagram, I changed. You you have changed Instagram. No, I did both. After you showed me how. Oh, because I said I was still coming up Aaliyah. Oh, King. really? I thought so like I did. the I think the one of them says Aaliyah King Neal, the other says Aaliyah S. King. Okay, you showed me how it could be done, mm-hmm. and I guess maybe I didn't do it, but I do know how to. <clears throat> yeah. Um. So. You know, I have two books coming out, one this year and one at the top of next year. And both of them are going to say Leah's King because they were designed and typeset it and locked into place. So I didn't know that the design of the cover of a book is done is done long before the book is even done. Mm. Um, so both of those books, you know, when you do the cover of a children's book, obviously. It's drawn. It's drawn, yeah. so it's not like you can just go in there yeah, and so copy paste out and, it and just right. add on. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, so those are like legacy books at this point, right? So those are the next two books that are coming out that will st- still have my name, but books after that are going to say Leah King King Neil, and people are going to have to deal. And the I honestly, formerly known as right, and I honestly believe. I'm not going to miss a single sale or a single click on my website or a single anything um, by adding on my name. And I honestly believe that the people who don't want this to happen are just being protective. Just try- I mean, my agent is going to just try to make sure that nothing changed. Nothing changes. And, and my husband. Right. Um, and my editors are going to just, they want to look out for what's best. But I think there's a little bit of an overreaction to this um i have been writing for 22 years i am not changing my name to Aaliyah neal first of all it sounds lame and i'm not doing that the king is still going to be there mm. so if you're looking for Aaliyah king you're still going to find her she's just gonna have another name plopped on to that name and i i'm not 
I don't know. I don't so get it. You know what's weird, though? I never thought of it affecting the bottom line. Like, folks weren't going to be able to find you or whatever else. It was just... You saw me <clears throat> and what it went through to become Aaliyah Well, that too. Because when we first got together, I was very much still my right. husband's last name every damn way, and even I, on my license. So actually, that was probably the biggest part for me. The, the professional part kind of leaked into the conversation. But watching you get your name back, mm-hmm. for lack of a better way of putting it, mm-hmm. I watched that struggle. And then to go through all that to shift back again, that... And knowing full well that if I needed to, I'll shift right the fuck back. That's, I mean, it's not like you only get one chance to right. change it. I mean, I don't think that's going to happen, but it is what it is. And I just feel like, I think especially because there's three. Like you did everything but wipe your brow when you got your name back. I think I did wipe my There was a heavy sigh. Oh my God. Yeah. I remember distinctly. I, I mean, I cried. Right. Forget sigh. I came out of the DMV mm-hmm. and saw Aaliyah S. King on my license, and I had tears in my and eyes. And that also me was a signal of a particular pride in your name. Correct. Absolutely. Which doesn't mean that that pride goes away, but at right. the same time. So if you know that I had this, it was about having this pride in my name. If I'm telling you this is the new thing that gives me pride in my name, then, then were I, you afraid? Then like I become, no. Then I become protective, and I do the "Are you sure?" and First, I know you. I'm not gonna be able to talk you out of shit. All I can, all of I can you do, could. Yes. I'm not talking you out of shit. All I can do is say, "Hey, are you sure?" Because dot dot dot. Right. Because at no point I say, "Don't do it." I was just really, are you sure? I wanted you to to want me to. I wanted you to be like, "Yay, this is what I wanted secretly." Yay. I never, the thought never even occurred to me though. Be perfectly honest. Well, you know, we both were in marriages where that wasn't really in yours. It wasn't a thing, mm-hmm. and in mine, I did change it, but it really was one of those just for, you know, just in doctors' offices and school conferences, right? Um, and that's another thing. That's the only thing I was able to tell people, which I shouldn't have to tell you all this, but that was the one thing that people started to be like, "Oh," when I would say. I've been here before. Mm-hmm. I've been married and not publicly changed my name. Right. I already know what that feels like. I don't like it. So we're doing it different. And that's, I guess, the other part of this, too, is our relationship is very much being a kid in a candy store for both of us. Of course. And for you, it is especially, and even for me, the I'm going to podcast with my partner and be gross on social media yeah, and man. all the things. Absolutely. And I guess... That is a part of that. It is. It absolutely is. The day that we got married, which is still kind of weird to me, I did a stipple, um, my makeup tutorial class, where I'm not really tutoring any damn body. I'm just getting tutored Mm -hmm. um, as I'm doing my makeup. But I'm doing a tutorial, and someone asked me in the comments, like, are you changing your name? I went through that whole thing. My daughter, Skye, is like, wait, you're changing your name? But not for your books and everything, right? And the little one's like, yes, even the books and everything. So not for the books and everything has generally been the tagline of everybody. Correct. Like, oh, you changed the name? Cute. But not for books and everything. And so I said, look, this is the Neil family. You know, her last name is different. She's Beaumont. She's Parker. He's Neil. Everybody guys. But we're still the Neil family here. Um, And I was like, when people ask, like, these are the nigga Neils. I kind of wish I hadn't said that because the number of people who have lobbed onto mm-hmm. that and will pop up into my inbox like, how's the 
Megan Neals is really um actually I love it. I don't know why I'm fretting. I love it. But um yeah, we are the Neals. That's it. That's all I can tell you. Like that's that's what's happening here. My mom loves you. She does? Uh there's a jumping in with both feet with you that my mother enjoys mm. as well as the thank you card <laughs> that seems so well of course i'm gonna who's not sending her a thank you card my ex-wife oh i see no shade no shade no shade but but i even after the divorce it's like you know i did blah 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 and i didn't hear it's like then, then stop then just don't that's an option too so when she <laughs> got the and i I said to you after, I think it was after Christmas or whatever it happened, or birthday, whatever it was, like, listen, I need you to do me a favor. Right. Just phone Make call, sure. letter, whatever, just send her a thank you. And you looked at me like incredulously. Yeah. I have stationery, sir. And then you told me the most bizarre thing ever. What? You said a thank you card for a thank you card. Yeah. Thank you for saying thank you. No, I sent a your welcome card. For a thank you card. <laughs> someone, I sent someone something. I was a kid. I was like eight. And they sent me a thank you card. And I said to my mom, I feel like the chain doesn't just break. Because how does she not know that I appreciate getting this thank you card? I'm going to send her your welcome card. You fully understand how you got your daughter, right? I do. I do indeed. But let me tell you about my mom. My mom said, if you want, I will help you design and develop and sell your welcome cards. I mean, it's a... Amazing come on, idea. Yeah. Come on. Um, I, I started the process, but I mean, if this had been a day where we have computers and printers, I actually might have done it, but. Um, well, here's the upside. I didn't have it in Nobody's developed a your welcome card yet. How do you know? You don't know. Um, yeah. I sent your welcome cards for a while, a strong <laughs> six months when someone sent me a thank you card. That's, I wonder if I you get a your welcome. welcome card and what, then do you, what? what do you do? Do you send thank you card for the you're welcome card? You, you just continue you send sending a, them uh, back and you forth? Send, uh-huh. Okay. Mm. Card. Uh, yeah, I, I know how and I got I, my card. I guess card. That's how I got my kid, man. I guess, that's how I got her. Mm-hmm. Um, What else? What else is going on? Uh, so I'm, long. It's been so long. Yeah, I'm writing consistently. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. And you're a member of the something something. Okay, we can't talk about they're, that. They're, they're, okay. Yeah, I've I've been told that it's not a oh, public oh, thing okay, yet. Okay, never mind. Um, but writing. But you have been writing consistently, consistently, um, to the point where I haven't been able to keep up. Normally, I can like take a minute mm-hmm. and then just catch up. I haven't been able to keep up. That feels weird. You're yeah. out there writing stuff, and I don't know what's. <laughs> am I supposed to read everything you write? I, I feel like you want me to. I don't read everything you write though. You used to. No, I never did, actually. You used to read all the Dear Levels. Yeah, because half of them were about me. More than half. <laughs> Way more than and half. Actually, I was more concerned about the ones that weren't about me. Oh, okay. You know, don't be an asshole. You don't, folk. well, part, part of the reason why you don't read all my stuff is because you're so active in it. Like, that too. read this draft, or let me run this by you, or who should I talk to There's this? a lot of so. brainstorming. Yeah. With your work and spit. Yes. I was going to say spit take, but not spit take. Spitballing. Yes. Um, spitballing? Yeah. Making spitballs? Spitball to go back and forth. To That's spitballing? Yeah. That sounds gross. 
Why would it be called spitballing? I don't know. Because you spit, you make a spitball and you throw it and then they make a spitball and they throw I it. I don't know. That. I think you're wrong. I don't think it's called spitballing. I think there's another term for what it is you're talking about. You want there to be another But because you don't have a dumb wife, you think you can get away with these things. I'd be catching you sometimes. I'll uh, catch I'm you. A, I'm going to check now. But um, but we there's a little bit more back and forth. Because also your stories are bigger. You do feature link stuff. My stuff is generally five to seven hundred word, like op eddy mm-hmm. opinion stuff. So we don't talk do about my stuff as often. Hmm? Do you want me to read them all? <laughs> Dear. You know what people love on a podcast? <laughs> Being, it's, there's so, nobody, there's, it's so not his fault. So our, And paused. Yeah. Our, our, our dog has become a de facto a century. <laughs> century watchdog. And I don't know. What it is. Uh, what do you mean you don't know what it is? He's a dog. Spitball. Throw out for discussion. I'm just spitballing a few ideas. Spitballing. Okay. All right. I'm going to pause for a second. So, yeah. <laughs> All the sex. I mean, uh, really. Yeah. It's all right, Bean. I think Bean sees the holy ghost <laughs> no you didn't it. hear what it was what? i heard it what it was something either parking right here or going inside i heard something mm-hmm. i i wasn't expecting i know dalmatians bark but i had read that they bark at nothing mm-hmm. and he does not he barks at things also he barks with some bass that is unexpected For seven from months him. old oh my goodness he's a big boy too and he's sitting here now looking mad that he had to get up for nothing. <laughs> I love him. Yeah, I enjoy him. I had somebody on Twitter um, get upset because I put out a video of him mm. not wanting to get out of the snow. Mm-hmm. And the punchline was, I hate you. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you put out bad vibes in the yeah. dog. And it's like, I honestly didn't like it. But I wasn't going to say anything when I watched the video because I was like, he's going to be like, shut up. I, I swear to you, I did not like it. I didn't like you saying that you hate him. Why? Um, By the way, we, we, segue off, we segue off my writing conversation. Because it's right. negative energy. What What does that mean? Just what I mean. Just what I said. Why would you even put that out there? That to, you hate out there him? to what? To him. Would you say it to an infant? Yeah. Well, you said yeah. I've, I've, you shouldn't I've, say it to an infant either. I, I, I definitely will admit that when I saw the video, there was a little something in me that was like, yo, why are we using hate? Of all the living beings who mm-hmm. couldn't speak English mm-hmm. or couldn't understand words more accurate, I wasn't saying this to folks who didn't speak English. That'd be, <laughs> I can't run up on console. I hate you. I'm not doing that. Um, to all the living beings out there who didn't understand language. Yes. That I've said it to? Yes. They're fine. So wait a minute. You're saying you've said this before to other animals or other beings? Yes. That you hate them? Yes. In the moment where they're being irritating and everything else? Sure. Why don't you just say it to the ones who do understand? Why okay. Why don't you say you hate me the next time I'm annoying you? I might have. Never. No? I've never heard you say that. I can't stand you. That wouldn't. Yeah, but you only say that playfully. You don't right. say that in the I said hate playfully. I wasn't trying to like, I don't hate my dog. I was saying that playfully. I don't, don't hate use, my children. Don't use the H word. Mm-mm. You can only say it about children who are not sleeping. We hate them. 
Okay, I'll so I'm still, I'm still valid. I'll right. say it. That's the only time you can say it toward a being. Anyway, it's my when writing. they won't sleep. Tell me you get, no, okay. Um, um, I feel like I should catch up. I'm always very concerned about this relationship not being balanced when it comes to our creative stuff. Mm. Um, because the natural, not the natural, but there's going to be, um, I'm going to need you to look over stuff in a way that you might not need for me to. Um, I think that's but, what we are. And I think... But I, I want to be aware of that. I, I mean, be conscious of that. also generally speaking, there's not going to be a balance between us. Um, we can always strive for it. The, the the things I do don't require the things that your work does. Yeah, but it doesn't mean that I can't be up to date on what you're writing. I mean, according to, so the word, the one thing I hate about Medium is like three minute read, four minute read, mm. six minute read. I don't know why they do that. I mean, I get it because your I mean, if you your, see your, your stats and your money right are based on the amount of time right, not the number of views or whatever else. But I feel like you're <laughs> saying like all my work is like five minute reads. I don't know why you haven't read it already. Like I mean, it's weird. I know, and I feel like I don't like. <laughs> are we letting him do this? Pausing again. Five minute. Read. So this is going to be our new podcast struggle. The I'm trying dog. to think of. Do you know the last and date? Him chewing in the background. Do you know the last date? Like when we last did good talk? Ooh, no. Um, I want to say it had to be a, That's the latest October. See, latest has to be October. It's okay, it's okay baby. They, 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 you have to learn to let them leave the house bean because they have to leave the house too yeah there we go yeah see i was i'm gonna I'm a guess october so back to the five minute read um i feel the same way when some of my pieces are really long i feel like it'll be like 29 minute read and i'm like who's gonna read that like i i wish they didn't put that because i can't imagine anyone saying oh okay let me settle down and read this 28 minute long story Except I think they probably do it in chunks, which, mm-hmm. but still, yeah. It's a, 30, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. But it is what it is. And I the mean, other part, too, is four minutes based on who's reading. Right. Because, or 30 minutes based on who's reading. That's, that's, that's right. Because whether it's vision, whatever else, and my sporadic reading, that 30 minute piece might take me two days. Might take you, right. Exactly. So it's, yeah. I'm catching up. I think I just put out my 52nd piece, but I don't think you're that far behind. No, I can tell you the last thing that I wrote. Um, I mean, that I read. It was... Shutter um, for it? No, I want to say I'm further along than that. When was MLK? That was like two weeks ago, right? That was uh day before his MLK day, yeah. That was... Okay, so you ain't got that much read. Mm-mm. And... It's weird because I'm not going to comment because I'm your wife and why would I be commenting? I comment on your stuff. Yeah, when the story is about you, you don't be like, yeah, nigga, I'm right here. Then, yes, you comment. But within the medium thing, mm-hmm. you don't just randomly comment. It's usually about you or about something personal. Yeah, I guess. Um, but I usually end up coming from social media. That's mm-hmm. how I catch up. Um, because I don't follow you, but I will batch read you when it's time for me to catch up. 
and you're pretty funny on the Twitters. Yeah, I'm alright. Yeah, you can you could be entertaining. I try. Well, do I try? I guess I try. At Shane Paul Neal, you should follow him <laughs> on the social medias. Um, yeah, I remember looking at your social media stuff before we went out and thinking, oh, he's got this kind of dry, sardonic mm-hmm. wit thing going on. It's not who you are at all, but you're one of those people whose social media self is a little bit different than your in real I life it, self. I think for most of us, that's the case. Um, I'm who so wait, I am. I'm, on not, I'm not dry in real life. No, not at all. Mm-mm. How come nobody ever talks about moist humor? What's wet humor? <laughs> I mean, like you. I thought you were like super shy, maybe like super quiet. Um, you make jokes, like you make people laugh in person, and that's not the kind of person I thought you were. I thought you were the kind of person who's only funny online, and in person is kind of like awkward. And that's the initial meet. You drop me in front of a new person. In certain under circumstances, I have to read first. Yeah. Um. So, other people will feel included on upon our first meeting if I'm surrounded by the folks that I actually know. Other so if it's you, me, Chris, Ashanti, all hanging out, you drop a new person in. That's fine. That's they don't know it's saying everything. But if good. it's just me, you, and a new person. If it's just me and a new person, it's a very different experience. I don't I'm think not, I've ever seen yeah. that. I mean, it's I don't know how often that happens in a pandemic or in general at this point. But so if you meet a person one on one. You're going to be awkward and quiet and shy? Yeah, I'm not going to be my natural self off the bat. I tend to sit back a little bit and then... You weren't like that when we went on our first date. By that time, we didn't have all the conversations, that's broke true. up, got back together. <laughs> like, our first meeting was not our first meeting. So It was not. That's not super weird. Yeah. But now that I think about it, I don't remember being nervous at all. Mm-hmm. And there's usually some level of like nerves if you're gonna mm-hmm. meet somebody for the first time and i don't remember that at all yeah i don't think i had that either Although, i within two hours i was like let me tell you what i'm not gonna do in bed right <laughs> and then immediately do um <laughs> i did not you did not what i did not immediately do i didn't okay i was very serious about that later mm-hmm. but later but again <laughs> later for us is a week like let's not pretend like I, I can't. I'm not going to let this go after dark, but I don't know what happened to that. It just disappeared. We had that conversation about what happened. It wasn't the only thing that existed. You didn't want to do it because that was all there, there was. Exactly. They agree with me. One day. One day. Mm-hmm. The person I'm talking about right now. Aren't you worried about people listening to this and be like, oh, my God, he's talking about me. You don't worry about that at all? The only people I talk about are listening. They'll listen to this when it's a thing. Like when it's big and, you know, we're on Spotify and sponsored like Rod and Karen. Rod and Karen! Yay! yay! We're officially back. Right. Um, then we'll maybe, but there are stories I've written that should have gotten me I in know. trouble. We've talked about that. that. Stories are different, though. People just kind of gloss over. But voices... I don't know. Like it's, I talk about. It's hard about, to find a thing that will get you that will get me in trouble in a two-hour podcast, as opposed to a six-minute read. True. Like you got to dig. You got to sit there for an hour and a half and see if there's something if you so come up. I I'm saying this because I I very not often but occasionally will mention the relationship I was in prior to you. I would love to listen to the episode where I admit to you that 
it wasn't you as far back. You would love to li- like you had I, to listen to it. I've listened to all the episodes right. multiple times, right. but I want to listen to that one again. You know, I've to walk into the house and hear and us hear talking. yourself. I'm th- when's the last time you heard that? I'm done. It's been, it's been a minute. Yeah, it might be time for me to start. The over. only reason it's been a minute is because you started doing that with Marvel instead of our podcast. That's true. That's true. I loved it. That was such a thrill. And now I'm so prepared for so many great shows. There's going to be a um a Nick Fury themed show on Disney Plus soon. With Sam? Yes. Interesting. Yes. Will you get the same motherfucker on Disney? No. It's too bad. They can't even have King of the Hill on Disney. Really? Um, or Bob's Burgers. Yeah, those both of those shows were part of the deal. Right. But they left them behind. No, uh, so we've been doing the One Division thing. Oh, That's One Division is the best. I can't wait for Friday. So you want to see, here's something really sad. Mm-hmm. Um, part of the reason why I've been able to watch all the Marvel shows or binge watch S.H.I.E.L.D., which I watched seven se- seasons of S.H.I.E.L.D. and enjoyed. Um, and then now WandaVision. Cocaine. Uh, no, it's just being uh, baseline. Mm-hmm. Like for a right. long time, you don't dive into anything that's long because the anxiety of like, mm-hmm. am I even going to be in a place to be able to watch this tomorrow or next week or next season? Um, well, I met you. The idea of having a functioning TV in the house was like, why? What? Right. What, Absolutely. What do we need a TV for? Right. Exactly. Um, when I first moved in there, I didn't have a television for about a year and a half. And my ex-husband would say, you got to have a TV. You can't live alone and not have a TV. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> are you one of the cats? There has to be a voice in the background, otherwise you'll be lonely. Yes, absolutely. He's like, you suffer from depression, mm. and you're not going to click through the blue warm light. Like, what are you doing, Aaliyah? And I'm like, no, I don't want a TV. And then one day I came home, God bless him, and the front desk was like, uh, somebody brought a TV here. And it was an old television, and I plugged it in, and the I'll never forget, it was Eddie Murphy, on Saturday Night Live, I don't know why it was on, but his image just came to life and the blue warmth. I was like, what the fuck have I been doing? So we went from that to having a TV in the living room. Yep. And then we went from that to having a TV in the living room and the bedroom, which was your greatest fear in the world, having I a TV know. in the bedroom. I just was like, this is the worst. And this, and that was the point where you weren't sleeping well either. I wasn't. So it was like, I got to bring the TV in here so you yep. lay your ass in the bed. Yep. And it worked. For it her. worked. The time that it worked yep, for. Yeah, it did. And now we have an 82... 85. 85 inch TV. 85 inch TV that you got for your birthday. In the living room. Yes. And then there's one in the bedroom. Correct. And there's one here in the den as well. Correct. So, yeah. welcome to the world. Even worse, not worse, but I've cut the cord for years. I hadn't had cable and in I years. And I corded us And up. you're like, fuck you, we're te- getting cable. I got a phone. I got cable. I mean, I just, I know the cordless life and I hear people brag about, and it's my bill is $17. But sometimes you just want to turn to Channel 7. Sometimes you just want to see the Eyewitness News host from your childhood. Do you understand now that we have it? Do you get it? Do you feel it? It's there. Mm. I, I'm not mad at it, but I don't need it either. Like yeah. if you said, forget, we scrap in tomorrow, I'll be fine. Um, but just the idea that you went from... No TV to we have to have to cable. But everybody's cable. trying to get cable out of their a house. Cable, a full-on cable package. Well, the other thing is, too, that it was so hard to match up to get the right thing to stream. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I have to have this because they, they have BET, da-da-da. You and I are not in a position where we can't have every fucking channel at all times. Like, 
this is not some a place where we need to or can skimp on. Like we're trying to move into film and television. Ain't no like, oh shoot, how are we gonna watch this show on TMT? Are like, we saying that out loud? Yeah, we're saying that out loud. Okay. Yeah. There's no reason why we shouldn't be able to get to every single mm. channel. It's all um we can write it off on our business taxes. There's just no reason to cut the court. There just isn't any. Right. So I recorded us and I'm glad that I did. But what I was gonna say about television is that it's for normal people. And I'm still mm-hmm. figuring out that you that I'm a normal mm-hmm. person now. Well now when you're dead asleep in my recliner with a blanket on you. Right. And shield and shield. Playing. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I don't it, even though. know you. I love it. No, it's it's I'm 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 glad you're actually enjoying yourself because i think that's yeah i think the part of being normal even in the time that we've been together is the ability to slow down correct the when we first got together it was like some three-day week i don't know if it's memorial day whatever it was (gasps) and the idea of you taking a full three-day weekend was like what are you talking about yeah i i remember and you're like trying to get stuff done for monday it was like nobody's gonna see that shit on monday and i was like (gasps) yeah yeah, I think it was the Fourth of July. No, no, it was Memorial Day. Memorial, yeah, it was Memorial Day. And I'm like, and I was telling you how I was gonna work a little. Like bit everybody more. who matters is gone. Right. So, I'm learning. I take time off. Haven't you now, noticed? Like, now. just in general, I'm like, I'm chill. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know how long this is gonna last. But I laugh but at. I am. But I laugh at you. Looking, was like, I, I didn't do anything today. I know. And it's like part pride and part like fear i mean in my world not doing anything means you might not eat in a month still does (laughs) i mean is that it still does but i still i keep saying to myself october november and december were a nightmare Mm -hmm. i had too many jobs too much stuff on my plate and it was that last that end yeah no that That was a lot where you finally were like if you hadn't have said Stop. So I'm so I'm up at like I'm staying up until like three in the morning, for, getting up like at eight for about a week or two. for about a week, just complete delirium. Yeah, and rewriting the same ten thousand words over and over again, and then reading them. And when I horrible. found out that you were editing and writing at the same time, right? That's which you like, always like, tell me. It's like we're done. So you look at me one day and you say, "It's over." Mm-hmm. Send in what you have, and I was like, "Okay, work counts off." You were like. I'm done now, and so are you. Send in what you have. But no, but it really was when you told me that you were editing and writing at the same time. Right. I, that's when I knew, like, okay, we're done, done. Yeah, we're done, done. And we were. And I did. And I handed it in, and they're like, this is great. Go. <laughs> we're from, I don't want to turn this in because it's a piece of shit to, right. this is the this best is book awesome. ever. And I was like, oh, okay. I don't follow, know where I would be. Technically, follow another directions of what the book was supposed to be. Just wrote your own. I do not know where I would be if you had not said you have to stop. I didn't have a fail safe there built in. Mm. I might still be asking for more time. <sighs> that was that was rough. I'm glad that's over. We all are. Oh my god. I'm not letting that happen again. So you say that and We are not letting that happen again. It's going to, some version of it is going to happen again. Not like that. How long it happens for, I think is going to be the key. Well, remember, remember I'm working at one place full time Yeah. while I'm doing that. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not going to do that, actually. I guess. Right, Leah, tell me again. Tell me more. <laughs> tell me more how you're not going to work someplace full time and have a regular gig while you're doing this because that's not it, right. We know better. I can't do it. I can't let this happen again. <sighs> no, we'll, we'll be all right. Um, so I think that I think if there's an upside to that whole situation is, and it will never compare to um, you being imbalanced or whatever else. But I got to see the the spin out, yeah. a very small version of the spin yeah, out, yeah, 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 but yeah. the spin out not really small. Um, that was a pretty. Um, that I mean, was a compared to spin out. compared to the spin outs you told me about and the root causes of those spin outs and everything else. Like this is you being balanced, spinning out professionally. This wasn't. Oh no! This is right. a professional spin out. Right. Only. This is a very different thing. Oh yeah. But sure. even seeing that bit of it, and seeing how hard it is for, I guess you or anybody to kind of climb out of that. I know better for the next go around. Right. Like this gets nipped in the bud even sooner. Correct. Um, and I think we're also in a space now where I'm a bit more of the process. If that makes, like, you know, we, I, I helped contribute a little bit in terms of ideas and we talk things through Hell and everything yeah. else. So now I'm in a space where I'm a little bit more informed on these projects. So I know when it's like, all right, you're done. Chill. You, like, you did okay. the things you said you were going to do. Right. Let's move on. Um, so I think going forward, these things will happen again, but they'll happen and, and they'll be managed. Actually, better. there's no space for this to happen again. Like I can't do another professional spin out because the next one will turn into a personal spin out. That can't happen. That level of staying up mm-hmm. late, not taking the meds, getting up early, starting again, not eating, sitting on the sofa right. for 12 hours a day. Like I can't let that happen again. So if I, that means that I have to get so much more time that I'm in trouble because I was racing against these deadlines that I wasn't going to meet. But what I, so with the thing with that, even though is I realized the spin out went on for two or three more days more than it had to, because you were already done two or two, right, two days was. beforehand. I was, I just didn't understand that. Right. So even in that respect, in even that respect, we can trim off some time because, like, hey, it should never go beyond going away for a couple of days. Right. That's supposed to be like nipping the spin out. And once I come back from the, you went away for three whole days. Right. Shouldn't be no staying up until two in the morning. There needs to now be some extensions and whatever else has to be done. Right. Um, I'm super scared. Of that. I can't. We can't do that. Yeah. We'll be all right. So we're getting back into content production mode for as long as we can make this last. No promises, people, because there are other things coming along. Um, No, if we're not here, it's because we're doing good things although we should i do hope that we make it our business to try because it keeps us on our toes in so many different it does ways yeah um and i I think we will uh i think we're still trying to figure out what is the most conducive way to like even do the podcast like right now the studio is back in our place because we now have a home office a dedicated home office yeah um and to what degree so wait this this could really be it so does this mean we don't need? <gasps> well, that's the thing we got to figure out. 
Because right now we have the two offices. We have two offices right now. Right. One I call the trap because it's a trap. And the other's a cottage. And the other's a cottage because it's a cottage. Yeah. The trap is just for me. Mm-hmm. And it's super small. And I go there when I need to really just put my head down and work. Mm-hmm. Um, cottage was essentially a studio plus right. your office for the most part. Which um, I kind of don't use. So we got to figure that part out. But just go back to like we're trying to figure out the ways to make producing the content more conducive to us and make it easier. And like the idea that, you know, you were in the living room reading the trades. <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> and then we're in here doing Hollywood this. reporter. You know, I think it's important that. that we figure that part out. I'm still looking at all this camera equipment, and the one thing I do lament, and I'm glad that I'm writing again, and I'm glad that we're getting back to podcasting again. I need a solo media thing, and I can't mm-hmm. get myself square to do it. Mm-hmm. I realize I'm gonna have to get in the habit of writing scripts for if I want to like vlog or do things. I can't just go. Mm-hmm. Off the top, I can't freestyle a vlog, mm-hmm. um, which means I have to get up on my editing stuff, which I'm fine to do, but I just can't nail. Maybe down you should start with a consistent your son idea. Helping him with the he asked about doing a podcast. Yeah. He wants to do all the things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just one of those things where you know when you're seven or eight years old, how much do I say okay? So you want to do the thing, let's do the, do the thing versus him talking it through and of course and finally be like, hey, tomorrow, right? Me. No, you you're know, gonna like have even, to just say, slip these headphones on. Hey, what's going on? Right, like today? even yesterday, um, it was actually a nice day. It was like forty something degrees, and he goes, "It's nice outside. We should take a walk." Mm-hmm. Which I haven't heard my son say since <laughs> ever pre-pandemic. Mm-hmm. Like I want to go outside. So I'm like, all right, cool. And we've got all these cameras lying around. It's like, you want to go shoot some photos? It's like, sure. Mm-hmm. Took so, my camera. Took your camera. <laughs> um, so we went out for about 20, 25 minutes. And I think he took 20, a total of 25 pictures. And half of them were like, good. Yeah, I was sitting next to you as you were looking at them. And you're like, these are good. And I was like, "I are you happy? Jealous? Yes. Um because he, so the fact that he saw shots that I didn't see, I I was like, wow, this is, I like he's taking pictures of houses, but he's getting these like big, bold skies in the mm. background and different mm-hmm. things. And just, you know. Did he see what he saw? Like, I don't did know. Did he get it? Mm. Um, so his thing, he's, he's hard on himself anyway. So there was one point he was taking a picture of me and he's getting annoyed because it's blurry and he's seeing the ones that are blurry. And I scrolled through. I was like, "Wait, this one's perfect, though." Mm-hmm. And you know, just he's pretty hard on himself in yeah. general. And he went from that. Wonder to where like, he gets that from? I don't know. Mm. Um, and then he went from that to like, so tell me about editing. How does that work? Right. And now he's got Lightroom on his tablet, and he's gonna start editing mm-hmm. his photos. And mm-hmm. right now, he's just sliding himself high and low, and like it's all black. It's, it's all, all white, white now. Now you're yeah. purple. That's now you're where it green. Starts. Can I tell you something? Um, I don't know if it was. I don't know who said this, but someone said. You have to get your kid a thing mm-hmm. before 12. Mm-hmm. If you look at everybody from Madonna to Questlove, Michael Jackson, name anyone in arts, they got their thing popping by the time they were 12. Mm-hmm. After that, forget it. They're normies. And that's the end of that. I mean, he's definitely media minded at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's asking how he needs that 
But when I say what they need by 12, I'm talking singular about. singular thing. No, mm-mm. they just need a step above what you can provide. Whether that's going to be formal music lessons oh, or right. a camp that they went to. They mm-hmm. all have this formative story of like, well, when <laughs> I was 12 or getting an instrument of some sort. Right. Um, the thing usually clicks in mm-hmm. by 12 years old. Yeah. So, so he's drawing now. He's he's very media minded. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see where that goes. And again, my natural inclination is to like, oh, you say you want to do this? Yeah. We're doing twelve episodes about so I'm trying I, I, to, I've been listening. I'm trying I don't to, say anything. I'm but trying I've to heard. be chill a little bit more with it. Um he's still talking about, you know, fans and what it's like to have fans and what does it mean? And he'll ask me, he was like, What are your fans? I'm like, I, eh, I don't have <laughs> right. fans per se. I don't know how to Sure you do. Followers. So this is where I turn into you mm-hmm. with the fans thing because I feel like his idea of fans are like oh, Right. <laughs> this Shane Paul Neal. Yeah. Hey. I, I think you got a couple of those too, but mm. you know, what do I know? Yeah. I mean, so I was telling <laughs> I was telling him um about um somebody, one of our neighbors, after the story came out mm. in the paper, mm-hmm. was like, Hey Shane, so we had never spoken a day. Know. Right. And like, hey, so the picture I'm so and so didn't introduce himself or anything. He's like, hey Shane. So, hey, congratulations. Bobo's was like, all right, thank, Yay. thank you. All right. So, it's all goofy. And that's not, for, that's not even for something that I did. That was just a thing that popped up in the Was that paper. in print or just <clears throat> both online? So, in print, the wrong name? I'm pretty sure. I got to get my hands on one of those. Mm-hmm. Maybe they don't print it until it's been on the web for a hot second. Mm-hmm. I mean, it definitely came out before Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. So there's that. Yep. I can't. We'll frame it. I cannot. So what am I going? I need you to come up with a couple ideas for what I'm doing for my solo ventures. Get to I it. feel like I see unboxing, but that gets expensive because I don't want to give you full reign to be like, I got to go find some stuff to unbox. I got to get some more knives. Um, Unboxing, reviews. Um, What I see is something that like, I kind of see a, I don't know if this is, do people just like do things like good talk, but vlogging? Sure. Or is there always some type of service element? No, this there's, there's very often just a. Then I would like to yeah. see some companion pieces to your stories. So that's sort of what I've been doing with Swell. Right. Um, we didn't talk about Swell. So Swell is a social media, an audio based social media app. That is actually not like Clubhouse. Mm-hmm. So um, one of the, the that's that's their tagline. We're actually not, not, not like, like Clubhouse. Yeah. No, um, <laughs> one of the VPs um, hit me up on Twitter. I was like, "Hey, I've been reading your stuff. I think you'd be a great voice on this app X, Y, and Z." And I was a little hesitant at first because it felt like a Clubhouse clone mm-hmm. from what, the way you described it. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, "I don't know if I want to dive into." this space that sounds like it may not be a actual space, just like a, somebody trying to like mm-hmm. come up a digital come up, so to speak. But, um, you and I talked about it and it's like, well, just go see what it is. And it really is a really interesting app. It's almost, instead of basically instead of talking in real time, like you do on clubhouse, it's almost like posting mini podcasts. Like you can do five minute clips 
And you can respond to people's clips. Although I don't clips. see any five minutes. It seems like everybody kind of accepts that if you're going to be answering something, you're going to keep it to two to three minutes. Right. And even the initial can be like two to three minutes, right. but it goes up to five. Mm-hmm. Um, and just been doing stuff there. And I posted um, a piece I wrote about what white people can do for Black History Month. And we had a whole I read conversation that too, there. And I had a conversation about what it means to be a black early adopter on these spaces. And that was a conversation. And yeah, I think I've been doing some of the offshoots there. Um, but I mean, even there is easier because there's still sort of a semi-immediate response. Right. But this vlogging thing. It's, it's like anything else. Like it's going to be crickets for a while. Of course. I and feel like. Uh, it's also more labor intensive. Yes. I feel like you're going to know what it is. I don't think it's any of the things I just said. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's going to just click it in. And you're going to be like, of course. Right. And when you say it, I'm going to be like, of course. I do. Yeah. My friend Anna desperately wants me to do Shane Eats because. Shane Eats, I see. Very labor intensive as well. Yeah. But I see it. So, I don't know. I got to figure it out. Um, I got to put these cameras to use. Um, Shane Eats would have to probably start out as like, com- not commercial, Um, like pre-package like not necessarily like well, the sandwich you made well no no shanies would generally be like all the gross pre-packaged stuff that only i would actually try like right. when we did the pop tart <gasps> ice cream so which bad. was so so it bad was so bad that non-alcoholic shit-ass whiskey mm. which was you should terrible. hold on to that so that you can it's still here you still have it yeah so there you go there's a shame i did like drinks. a quick live like no i didn't even do a live i just tried it and reported back but I have I have all these ideas and just I need to pick one and, and stick to it. Um, the medium thing was like I'm just going to write as much as possible and throw stuff up there and just. See I what wish happens. I could just write some stuff that's not for somebody. You can. I don't know. I wrote something the other day and I took it down um, because I didn't. It was helpful to write about it, but it actually wasn't for Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, so I took it down. I don't know. I've just been feeling like that I have things I need to say that don't fit any of my outlets. So that's when you make the new outlet. And there's something on top of everything else we're trying to do. Really, can you see me being like, "Oh, now let me start a blog." Yeah, actually. Um, also, I've I've have found that there is something comforting about writing to the ether and it getting discovered or not discovered. Um, no, there's nothing comforting about that for me. <laughs> like I feel nothing like, about that is good. Like I feel like when you write things on Facebook, it's with the intent of a conversation as opposed to like a standalone thing. It depends. I can do both. Sometimes I write things that I know are just gonna be standalone mm-hmm. just to get them out. Um or clarify. No, you can copy and paste those onto your blog and Yeah, I used to do, do that. that too. Like, too. But no, there's I think there's there's also something I'm sort of seduced by that Facebook, you know, at this point, I've been on Facebook since 2006. Mm-hmm. So it's there, you know, it doesn't belong to me, mm-hmm. it belongs to Mark Zuckerberg, but the dates, the photos, the comments, everything is like preserved. Whereas I can, you know, my blog now, I can't find stuff from whatever year. Well, that's wow. why you use a particular medium <laughs> to uh, <laughs> get yourself set. Um, I think the other part... It's hard to start someplace else. The Until you do. Until you do. And then you realize it's the break. Mm-hmm. I think 
part of what I imagine too is I go back to my time as a running coach. Um, I had was a track and field athlete and I was um, a so-so endurance athlete and then I was coaching and doing all the things. And I got to a point where going out to run, if there wasn't a paycheck attached, I'm like, why am I doing this? Mm. And it's, I'm not going to say it sucked the joy out of it, but Mm. it's like, if I'm not doing this professionally, if I'm doing this thing professionally, what is it to do just for the sake of doing it? So when you write for somebody every day and you're doing all this stuff every day and you're creating content all over the place, the idea of just creating content because you feel like creating content that has no other purpose than creating content, it's a hard thing to wrap your head around sometimes. It is. Who am I doing this for? What is this for? Um, So does that mean you're going to train me? That's all I got out of all that is that. We've had this conversation over and over again. I will. I'll, I'll, I'll help See? you. You don't even know. I'll you don't help even you. know what you've helped. You don't even know how you plan to help me. I do know, but I will help you. But I, I'm, I'm just waiting to see how much leaking there is into our house. Once leaking, this. it can't be any worse than talking about film and television projects. Can no, it? There, no, no. There is. It's definitely can be worse because there. Either you're a step ahead of me or we're equals. In this realm, I'm in charge. Yeah, that's true. And you don't like me when I'm not in charge. <laughs> so when I am in charge, yeah, it's gonna be it could be a problem. I don't mind you being in charge for something like that. For like working out and stuff. Famous last, last words. words. Uh all right, so I think we gotta fill. Oh, are we still I forgot. Sometimes it's just so yeah, natural. Yeah. With you. And we always go back to why is anybody listening to this? Who why cares? Indeed. <laughs> why indeed? <laughs> I, I no, I'm not saying that. I get it. Mm, I understand. I think this go around was just us. It's just because we it's been so long. Yeah, we just yeah. Next time we're on, we're gonna be like <sighs> No. <So. laughs> we've had, actually we've had a couple of those, but We've not, had some we've had some Couples of everything. I think yeah. we might have broke up once on a podcast, so came close to it. Sheesh. I'm waiting for the podcast fist fight. Um, but yeah, uh, we're here. We're here. I will eventually get some sort of Apple device so I can clubhouse with you. Don't get too happy. If it's a new one, I'm getting happy. If you just find one and make it work somewhere. Then okay, you're still a fully well, the problem with that is, at heart. The problem with that is, that's not. I like the new I know, shiny. Oh, you like new things. So, so what you gonna get? Uh, Don't get the mini, please. I might get a mini. Don't get the mini. I like the idea of having a a, a smaller phone. Okay. Because I have a XL now, and there'll be some other Android slab somewhere, someplace. I mean, go off. <laughs> Bye. <gasps> the music bell. I haven't heard it in so long. I'm not gonna talk to it.